Hey everyone, this is our Midweek Leadership Podcast. We believe that as you listen to it, it is going to move your life forward. So get ready for an amazing message. We're going to be talking about one of the things that we run on today, uh, this language, articulated language that we've put together that makes sure, that, that, that sets the culture for this environment, that sets the atmosphere uh, in this place. And so the, we're going to talk about, um, we listen and then lead. We listen and then lead. Um, one of the things that I find so interesting is, is the world that we live in today. Um, everyone's got a voice, especially as of, you know, quarantine 2020. Everyone's got a voice. Everyone's got a platform. Everyone has, um, you know, every, everyone's communicating their opinions, their thoughts, and all these things. And, and he with the loudest voice or the most uh, fantastic page or, or best reels, whatever it is, um, the person with the loudest sound kind of wins. Uh, that's what's celebrated the most, the one with the most influence wins. Uh, but in our environment, we have decided to put more value on not the loudest voice, but the one who is able to listen the best, the one that is able to listen the best. Because we know uh, in this environment, um, you know, uh, l- the best leaders are learners, uh, and you're not learning if you're not listening. Uh, so the, the best leaders are learners. And I, I'm remembering, I'm remembering my, uh, my very first missions trip. I was at ORU. I was like 23 years old, uh, and I was approached uh, to be a team leader, um, you know, being in charge of 10 other people on a trip uh, when I had never led a team. I had never been outside of the United States. But they said they saw leadership in me uh, and all of this stuff, and so they, they entrusted me with this team. Um, and then I remember going, I, I, I remember moments where uh, getting in verbal confrontations with team members uh, about ordering food, and uh, it, w- it was just a wild, wild time. Looking back on young Adrian, I remember, uh, I, I think that he, he had a lot of potential, a lot of leadership ability, uh, but he didn't actually know how to walk some of these things out. He didn't know how to lead people. He didn't know um, how to have healthy conflict, um, how to... Um, communicate in a way that was convincing, that was persuasive, uh, but not domineering. Um, there, there was a lot that I had to learn at that time. I had all of this leadership ability, but I had not learned just yet. And one of the things I'm grateful for is that in this house, Pastor Ben and Pastor Jess have set the standard that leaders are learners, that we should always be in a perspective of learning. Um, as we are, uh, as we're out front, we're learning. As we're on a serve team, we're, we're, we're learning. We're ready. We can learn from anybody is what we say. Um, and I'm so grateful because in my life that has made uh, all, all the difference. And I, I've been thinking about this, this thing that we run on, we listen and then we lead. I was thinking about, uh, thinking about it, and it brought me to this uh, story of, 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 of Moses. It brought me to this the story of Moses. Um, this is in Exodus chapter 18. You've got Moses having delivered the people of Israel uh, or the Hebrews um, out of Egypt and uh, God is, is, is taking them through the wilderness, doing all of these things. Um, and, it, and it's talking about this space where Moses would set up in this one spot and hear all the disputes, all of take all these questions from all the people, things they were wondering about, issues they were trying to get resolved. He would answer them one by one in front of all of the people. But then one day, his father-in-law steps in 
and, and, and tries to give him a little bit of advice. Uh, this is Exodus 18.21. Jethro says to Moses, but select from all the people some capable, honest men who fear God and hate bribes. Appoint them as leaders over groups of 1,000, 100, 50, and 10. They should always be available to solve the people's common disputes. But have them bring the major cases to you. Let the leaders decide the smaller matters themselves. They will help you carry the load, making it easier for you. If you follow this advice and if God commands you to do so, then you'll be able to endure the pressures and all these people will go home in peace. Um, can you remember a time that you uh, were given advice that you did not ask for? Yeah. Um, Eight out of ten of those times, it's actually not a party <laughs> to, to receive advice, um, especially when it's like the, the mother-in-law, father-in-law uh, scenario. That's not when, that's not really. I love this moment here. I'm thinking about Moses. He is, he's been called by God. He has all of this pressure uh, to lead well, to lead these people the right way. Um, and he's, he's dealing with all these different disputes. Uh, he has to hear from God, stand in, in the presence of this incredible um, and sometimes terrifying uh, God, uh, but also uh, he, he's in front of millions of people trying to lead them and guide them, the pressure on that. And then for his wife's father to come and tell him how to do it better, um, I can imagine, I can imagine uh, Moses having a bad response. I, I can if I were Moses, I would have probably had a bad response, and I'd be like, "No, no, Jethro, I got this." Uh, something more, more, more like that. And I was, I was, I was just thinking about this moment and all of the ways that Moses could have responded. And I was reminded uh, of something that I think that we all know is true: that when it comes to leadership, um, pride uh, will will kill your momentum as a leader. Pride is, in fact, actually uh, a prison when it comes to your leadership. Uh, when there is pride, uh, that's what cuts you off from listening to people uh, who would give you wisdom. When you have an abundance of pride in your life, you are, you, your ears are actually closed to other people. Um, what's not, what's not un uncommon is... Uh, and an unhealthy place to be as a leader is when your pride gets so big that you start thinking um, that, well, I'm, I've been put in the position, so my, it, it, the idea has to come from me. I've been put in the position, so, um, so uh, I, I need to be the one that tells them what we're going to do. Uh, this was 100% young Adrian on that missions trip in China. I, I had to be the one that knew, and if anyone tried to tell me something, um, it was an assault on my authority. Um, and, uh, but, but pride, uh, it, it, it'll kill your leadership. When you have pride, an abundance of pride, you stop asking questions. Um, you stop asking questions. You, uh, when you have an abundance of, of, of pride, um, you, you close yourself off to all these different avenues uh, where what you need might be coming to you. You might have all the God-given leadership ability, all the potential, um, but if you're unwilling to listen to people, uh, if you're unwilling to listen, then you'll never actually walk out what you've been called to walk out. You might have all the ability, uh, but sometimes the best God-given ideas that you need to walk out what you've been called to lead and how you've been called to lead, they're not going to come from you. 
They might come from someone that's, that's uh, on the same level as you. They might co- come from someone on your team. They might call, come from a leader in your life. They're not always going to come from you. Sometimes God's answer to the prayers that your ears aren't open, if your pride has closed your heart and your ears off to the people around you, then you'll never receive it. Then you'll never get what you need to get in that space. Uh, the best leaders are learners. The best leaders are listeners. Uh, and that's why we, we, we know that it matters to have people. You know, we talk about community all the time, uh, and it's not just having a bunch of fun people around, but it's having, um, as you are a leader, uh, other people that are leading as well. It's bumping shoulders with them and asking them questions. It's, it's, it's not being afraid to not uh, to, it's not being afraid to look bad so that you can lead well um, by, by asking other people, how would they have done it differently? Hey, would you give me some feedback? Hey, what did you think about this? Uh, what was your feeling of, of how things went tonight? Uh, give me some honest feedback. The best leaders spend time listening and learning. You know, this idea of we listen and then lead, it really all comes from Jesus. It really all comes from Jesus, I was reading in uh, in Luke. There's that there's that story where um, I think Jesus is probably somewhere between eight and twelve years old, something like that. Uh, and they had Mary and Joseph had taken all of their people uh, and 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 their their kids with them uh, to Jerusalem uh, for some festival. I don't remember which festival. Jesus, but they're assuming oh he's there's a lot of people with us. He's he's somewhere just in, in the crowd of folks with us. Um, and they don't find him for three days. Now, as a parent, um, I can imagine how terrifying that would be, um, and I can also imagine the spanking that my child would get upon me finding them. Don't you know that you need to stay by my side? Like, I would probably go back to when I was a child, and, like, the way that I got spanked, it was like you get a spanking for every word. Don't you know that? I, yeah, it would, it would be something like that. Jesus would, would have gotten a, a, a spanking, a pretty solid one. Um, but I'm thinking about this story, and, and, and when they find him, he's sitting down with these teachers of the religious law. He's sitting down with these, uh, these learned men, these men that know Scripture, that have been walking with God. Uh, and he's talking with them, and, and they say, Son, how, why would you do this to us? Why would you put us through all of this? And then he says, well, where else would I be? Why wouldn't I be in my father's house is his response. And, 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 and then uh, and things go well for him, but it, but it says from that point, Jesus continued growing in wisdom and favor. This struck me because when we think about Jesus, we, we know that he is the son of God. And so we think that baby born died of his mind already. That, that's what we think sometimes. But that's not actually how it was done. Jesus had to grow in wisdom and in favor. He had to learn things. And so he was extra intentional about sitting down with people that knew better than he did. Just because he had arrived on earth, he never said that, I have arrived. I've got it all. Um, he was always learning. He was always learning. And that reminds me that the best leaders spend time learning from the best leaders. What leaders are, are speaking into your life? 
What leaders are, are pouring into your life? Well, I, I don't know what area everybody uh, is involved in. Maybe if, if you're serving in church, we've got some people in here that are on the kids' team, some people involved with youth and uh, production and, and all, all kinds of different things. Um, you might not be um, a subject matter expert in that area, but we all have access to subject matter experts in those areas. What podcast are you listening to that will make you a better leader over your area? What, um, what wisdom are you taking in uh, on a regular basis that sets you up to be the best leader in your area? Uh, I mean, there are so many podcasts out there. There are so many people um, that have been in it longer than you, doing it better or differently than you. You know, uh, we, we are in a church environment. There are other churches that do what they do perhaps better than us or, or even differently than us or in a way that could help us. Uh, okay, so Pastor Randall uh, is, is so close. He's so much like the Lord. The Lord made uh, so much out of nothing, and, and Pastor Randall uh, makes so much uh, out of nothing as well. He, he turns nothing into gold on a regular basis. But one of the things that I love is he does something with excellence, something that I've never seen before. And he's like, oh, yeah, no, I follow this account on Instagram. I saw these guys trying this thing, and so I figured I'd give it a try. Uh, he, he is consistently doing more uh, and better than the things that he has done previously. Um, every year that passes, his skill increases because he doesn't stop learning. He keeps himself open to people who are doing different things, who are maybe better or doing something differently, and he keeps on learning, and that's how we've got to be. We've been gifted with the most incredible thing in the world, God's people, this church, this space, and so we need to be the ones that are constantly learning, God, I'm going to take in all that I can so that, that when you call me to, to take things to the next level, when you give inspiration to my pastors who are saying, hey, we've got to level this up, that there's already ideas inside of me because I've been listening, I've been learning, I've been listening and learning. This is how you set yourselves up. This is how we set ourselves up to be, uh, to serve our leaders well, to serve our people well. We listen. I loved looking at the life of Jesus. Uh, in John 12, Jesus in verse 49, he says, I don't speak on my own authority. The Father who sent me has commanded me what to say and how to say it. I know his commands lead to eternal life. So I say whatever the Father tells me to say. Um, the best leaders have humility. They don't have an abundance of pride. They're open. They listen. Uh, the best leaders are, are learning from um, incredible leaders. But also the best leaders are leaders that pray. The best leaders are leaders that pray. Um, you know, I, I, I am... I am so aware in my own life of, of how many moments where I don't know how to make my way through um, or I don't know how to figure something out um, and how long it takes me to get to the place that I pray. But then when I pray, it's after that point that an idea comes. Uh, a silly example. But yesterday, or we, we, we couldn't find the key uh, to one of our cars. I know. I'm a goon. I lost the key to our car. Uh, and I'm like, okay, we have these things to do. We need two cars to do it. Um, I, I, I was up here. I came up here late last night. I'm going through the church looking at every single place. And then I prayed, Jesus, will you help me find my key? I walk back out to my car, planning to go check one other spot. But I start looking in the car and look in this one spot. Sure enough, 
found the key within four minutes of praying that prayer. Um, that's a small thing, but that applies to every area of our life. If we're going to lead well, we need to pray better. If we're going to navigate um, the, the people that we are serving um, both, you know, if it's, if it's people coming into the services that we put on or the environments that we create or the people on the teams uh, serving underneath us, they will, someone in that environment is going to bring you a situation that you're not ready for, that you don't have the wisdom for. Um, that shouldn't be the moment. That shouldn't be the first moment that we're praying, asking for God's wisdom. We should be on our knees ahead of time. God, Sunday's coming. Would you give me the wisdom and the guidance that I need? God, would you give me a word for someone on our team? Would you fill me with what I need so that I can pour out to those team members? God, Sunday's coming. Wednesday's coming. This meeting is coming. I don't want what's just on my heart. What is on your heart? What do you want to say to this team today? Well, I, I know I've got bullet points, Lord, but is there something else? Is there something else they need to hear? I'm just saying what you see with Jesus is he was always praying. He would spend all day healing and teaching, performing miracles and speaking, but it would say consistently that he would get up early and go away by himself and get in the presence of God. And if that's what Jesus did, it wasn't just because that's what Jesus needed. He did, he did need that, yes, but we need it even more so. The best leaders are humble. The best leaders listen and learn. They spend time learning from the best, giving their own best thoughts but what they can get from God. Uh, let me pray for us, and, and we'll, we'll move on with conquering this day. Father God, I thank you that you have given us uh, ears to hear. You've given us uh, a mind and a heart uh, where we can understand. And I, I just pray, Lord, that you would make us people that listen and then lead, that we would be people that are open uh, to suggestion, from, from open to hearing and learning from those around us, um, that we are be people that are intentional about taking in wisdom before we need it, uh, that God, that we would be people that don't lead um, thinking too highly of ourselves, but, but caught up in the awareness that, that you have poured out grace upon us for us to be in this position that we stand in, this position to serve and lead, and, and, and that as a result of that, my God, uh, that we are, are humble as we lead. My God, I pray that you would help us to be people that bend our knee um, in season and out, seeking your face, seeking what you have to say, seeking what's on your heart so that we can lead well. Uh, we thank you for who you are, and we pray that you would move in us and through us in the mighty name of Jesus. Hey, church, we hope this message has pushed you forward in your leadership and your relationship with God. We can't wait to see you this Sunday or in a connect group. Have an amazing week. We'll see you then.